Hello, I'm author and psychologist Dr. Deborah Campbell, and welcome to the Couch Podcast. Each episode, we talk about building self knowledge and inner strength. And I'll answer questions dealing with life's challenges. So if you have a question you'd like to ask, you can email it to me via the link in the show notes. This episode's question hits on a common problem, and I've got a few potential answers to fit different personalities and circumstances. And it stems from my recent blog series on chronic dissatisfaction, or CD, which is that recurrent, amorphous kind of yearning for something undefinable or a feeling that you're not there yet and there's more to do. And I offered a lot of ideas in that series for dealing with that feeling and for what it means and understanding it. And Sue's written a specific question for me in regard to those articles. She writes, Hi, Dr. Deb. I'm fascinated by your writings on CD. I'm sure I have it. For me, this manifests in an extreme interest in self-development which while I don't think that's a bad idea, I always set myself too many things to work on at once, which makes me feel even more dissatisfied. For example, I'll try to work on marriage, parenting, house, study, work, food and exercise all at once, and it's very stressful. Okay, Sue, we'll get out your pen because I've got three strategies for you to get your feel, your goals feeling both more connected to what you really want rather than just things you think you should do and some ideas to help you achieve them without getting so overwhelmed or stressed. So the first one I think we can call bite-sized diarising. It starts with getting out a planner or a diary and with specific projects you have in mind that you want to achieve because you suggested you're doing some study and then there might be um, all sorts of other goals that take a bit of planfulness to get to the end result. Get out the diary. Just start on one at a time. And look at the deadline, if there's a deadline for this. Or set yourself a deadline that's really reasonable with plenty of rigorous. And from that then, using the planner, work backwards. And the idea is to pick out bite-sized chunks of time that are at times you think you really can show up that things aren't so likely to get in the way for you and you're likely to be able to focus down and just schedule in an hour, half an hour, quarter of an hour, 10 minutes is enough to move forward on some projects. depends what they are, of course. And put in realistic but small bites of time working back from the deadline to now. And make sure, as I said, that you have left plenty of wriggle room so that if something unforeseen happens, you're not uh, too close to the wind in terms of of having extra time uh, to schedule in. So in that way, really all you have to focus on, which should be a lot less stressful, is turning up for each of those little appointments you've made with yourself for that project in your scheduler. Keep it down to a small number of projects, maybe even just one at any given time before you start the next one so that you're keeping it really simple and your energy really focused. So that's the bite-sized diarise 
And I think that works particularly well for household projects or for academic kind of projects as well, especially, you know, when they have a due date. So then I wanted to mention Desire Mapping by Danielle Laporte. She's an author and artist. And she has this idea of core desired feelings, that if we set our goals around the feelings we most want to feel most of the time, and the goals are about moving more and more towards those feelings, then our our goals are always going to be very focused and very uh, desirable to us. We're going to want to show up to achieve those goals. They're not just going to be a drudgery. So it's about asking, okay, well, if I'm I'm setting this goal for uh, having more time together with my partner, let's instead focus on how I want to feel how I want the relationship to feel, how I want to feel in my relationship and life. And that will help to work out what the goals that support that most are going to be. Uh, She divides life down into some categories to uh, help work out what are the feelings I desire in each of these life categories. So they're things like lifestyle and livelihood, creativity and learning, relationships and society. So within those, how do I most want to feel and what are the things I can do on a daily basis or monthly basis or yearly basis to feel more of those ways? And she suggests keeping it to a small number of feelings so that you stay really focused and not overwhelmed and keeping your big overarching yearly goals to maybe just three, three or less, and let all your smaller goals fit in under that so that you, you're very clear and focused on, your, on what your long-term uh, desire uh, for achievement is. And that helps all the smaller ones to fall into line and for there to be less splitting of your attention and focus, really. So I really like that. And I think it's, it, having that in mind really helps you to make sure that your goals are things that you're really going to want and value because you're going to feel better, because they're not much use if uh, when you're pushing yourself to achieve them, you're thinking, gosh, I don't think this is a lot of fun, and um, don't even think getting there is going to feel that rewarding. I'm just doing it because I thought I had to. We want to avoid that. Then really my guide to every day is the three great loves of our lives, and I've talked about these before, but they never lose their relevance And for me, these are self-compassion, so working on ways to be kind to ourselves, developing mindfulness in all of our relationships, whoever that may be with, and experiences of flow and passion in your life, being able to enjoy and give time to those things that you immerse yourself in and it makes you feel more alive and uh, in your fullest abilities and enjoyment. I firmly believe that attending to these in your life, in large and small ways, is the key to our greatest emotional freedom and happiness. Now, you can't always do some of each of them every day. So similar to Danielle's idea of just having really simple goals about how you want to feel, keeping the number small, I think that's the best idea. One day you might devote to your goals around family, One day you might uh, devote to your goals around relationship. 
It can also work to just set one simple goal for each day the night before, one main one. For example, it's to do some painting in the house. So that one simple goal, a lot of an amount of time that's manageable, maybe two hours, decide what time that appointment with your goal is, let your family know if they're going to be around and then everyone knows that the rest of the day, the rest of life fits in around that one achievement. Once that thing's achieved, you can feel thrilled with yourself for the day. Think about what tomorrow's is. The fact is, we've all got a lot on. Life is complex. There's many different competing demands and we cannot do every single thing every day. But if you, number one, look at chunking and scheduling your time and keeping your tasks bite-sized. Number two, looking at Danielle Laporte's idea of having goals with soul because they're based around how you want to feel. And then looking at the idea of the importance of the loves of our life and how in the end, nothing else really matters. And if we focus around those three, great relationship building, living our passions and caring for ourselves, then we're always going to be on track to our greatest emotional freedom. It's just that we may not be able to do some of everyone every day and we certainly won't be able to do all of all of them every day. So how can you measure that out, spread that out, cut yourself plenty of wriggle room and make it really achievable? If you put it on paper, you also take the pressure off your poor old brain trying to hold on to it all and get it out there so that you don't have to remember it. You can just turn to your, your book or your planner and, um, and remind yourself what a good key satisfying achievement would be for that particular time period. So I do hope that's helpful to you. Thank you, Sue. I hope it's given you plenty of ideas to pick out from and use the one or the combination of them that best suits you. Let me know if it helps. If you want to go deeper on all the things about living the way you want to live, sovereign of your own existence, grab a copy of my book Lovelands in bookstores or on Amazon or Audible audiobooks. If you have a tricky life question, I'd be happy to have a go at answering it. Just send it in using the link in the show notes. I'm Dr. Deborah Campbell, and I'll see you next time on the couch.